0: So let's see, we had a pro-life center um, that was burned over the weekend. We had uh, churches vandalized, multiple churches vandalized. We had Antifa out once again, committing acts of violence um, because they want to kill babies. We had direct terroristic threats, the pro-life center that was burned down, direct threat. If abortion's not, quote, safe, then you're not safe, so, man, CNN must be all over this. When officials are preparing for potential violence in the Capitol
1: and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after 50 years. Capitol police are warning the far right is calling for
0: violence. The what? The far what?
1: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats and tyrants
0: everywhere. Now. From the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we should live. And God told us. It's not a direct quote, but he said it's going to get loopy and wacky and weird. Crazy people are going to do things. God, he he used much better language in the Bible. John 15, 18 to 27. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I've chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Ah... our battle is a spiritual one. I'm about to prove that in a bit of audio that I, I have to warn you, it has the F-bomb all over it. Two reasons. I just want people to hear the insane rage. Other reason, honestly, it take me 25 minutes to bleep out every F-word in this. Not that you're not worth it, and, and I would normally do that. Normally, I do spend a lot of time bleeping things out when we run sound like this. But the context in this is vital to understand because we're going to speak coming up with a a good friend of mine, Victoria Taft, who used to fill in for me uh, when I was doing live radio. And Victoria is an excellent writer. She's an excellent host. Uh, She got an interview with a guy named Antifa John is what he's called. I mean, he's got a real name. Uh, But apparently he is one of the guys uh, who apparently, according to media sources and according to Andy Noah, as I understand it. Uh, he tried to kill Andy. Now, this happens. We have Victoria on this, this past week. I t- talked with her. Then we find out that a so-called journalist, I think his name is Mike Bevan, uh, wrote for a liberal newspaper in the Oregon area, has been arrested. Apparently, he's been out vandalizing synagogues. He's a so-called journalist. In other words, he's been out committing acts of violence like Antifa. Now, these are the sort of things that led us to put together this event that we're doing May 20th. That's just around the corner in Bothell, Washington. And it is entitled, Will God Rescue America? As we listen through the sort of hoaxes that are being planned and set out in front of us by the party, it's a good question. Is God going to rescue America? Because it's not a foregone conclusion. You can get tickets to this. They're only 20 bucks. Uh, the, the Lord looks like he's going to develop a, a sellout. So we do have some advertisers, some partners who've stepped up to have blocks of tickets. So you might win some, but the best way to make sure you go is to purchase them at the com slash events. And I'm going to be there. Zach Abraham's going to be there. My friend Julie's going to give a great speech as a r- pretty recently converted Christian and a, and a powerful woman in conservative politics in that state. So powerful uh, that the party, that is the uh, the Republicans, they can't stand her. Why? Because she calls out Republicans. So that's some of the reasons why we decided to take these things on uh, the way we've decided to take them on. Will God Rescue America? At the, you get the tickets at thetoddhermanshow.com slash events. Our battle is a spiritual one. And let's prove that real quick. Okay. This is an incredibly evil piece of video. I'll describe it to you. Um, this is a... A, a woman, a large woman, I'm, I'm not body shaming. I'm just describing the scene. A large woman happens to be a black woman. She is wearing these body length leotards that she has shoved full of stuff that's supposed to mimic a baby. She has a doll tied up in scarves that are meant to look like uh, intestines. And she is going through a ritual, marching around on the steps of a Catholic church as men are praying in front of the church and they're standing there peacefully praying i know exactly where this church is my friend used to live literally across the street from this church i've actually sat on on the steps of this church and had coffee with my friend I know right where this is and this is what happens and again it's filled with efforts ah. let the fuck you terrorize it. I'm killing the baby. I'm killing the baby. And she takes off or pulls the stuff out of her leotard, and the crowd applauds hungry for knowledge they are i mean this is one of the hoaxes that's being installed the the entire event around scotus is a massive hoax yes 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 the draft leaked someone leaked it and i don't know why i I mean ted cruz is saying and he's he's right i mean this is a very bad thing for the court but he's saying that this was an intern who leaked it do we know that no look why would we not think it's a a so-called justice You don't think Sonia Sotomayor would leak this? Of course she would. Abortion at all costs. These are activists. They're not jurists. Was it more likely? I I don't know that it matters that it was an intern. I I don't know. Or a clerk. I don't know. is Is that worse? I guess it's worse if it's a justice. But the hoax is that this ends abortion. And we know that. But if you listen to that woman and you listen to the hunger people have to see her continue those acts, just refer back to Ephesians six six verse twelve. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And that woman is 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 either insane or an actress. Oh. Or, or inhabited by evil. I'm killing the baby. And she gets applause. Well, certainly we'll have a robust response from the Republicans. Right? Right? Haven't seen one of you. Coordinated response? They don't know what to do with this. They want the emotions to settle down. Then they'll come out with a response. And so far, the responses have been people like Ted Cruz talking about how this is such a problem for the judiciary. It is. And it's a bigger problem that the media could hoax this stuff. Meanwhile, and we're going to talk about this later this week in depth. You know, this J.D. Vance guy won the the Republican primary in Ohio. Trump endorsed him despite the fact that J.D. Vance had said some really, um, you know, tough things about Trump. Really tough. And number one, that shows some growth, in my opinion, in the president's humility that he was able to say, hey, you know what? This guy understands me now. He understands what I was about. He has he has turned that he's endorsed me. This is a brand of new Republican that's coming. And by the way, they are going to call out the hoaxes. This is the new breed. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for all her failings, do, do her failings compare at all to Joe Biden's failings. No, but the, the right is running from her. She calls out the VARs database, hoax of the government ignoring this. She calls out the hoax of the lockdown. She calls out the hoax that we should believe this was a safe and secure election. This is the new wave because the people are frustrated and tired of Republicans putting up with hoaxes. Here's, here's another example of this. this. This is from the Washington Free Beacon. And look at the two-step they're setting up here. This is the, the, the figurehead. And the music, again, is from the Washington Free Beacon. And they put together a montage of Biden, starting with what, what, the, what the media wants to call a new tone. This is new for Biden. This mega crowd is really
1: the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. It's pretty sharp language from the president. It's the sharpest language that we should expect from Biden. In his most forceful pushback yet. Margaret is sharpening attacks are heading into the, the midterms. I think that is the type of
0: argument that you're going to hear from this president.
1: They're going to put you all back in chains. If we're in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. I would allow no one to place a dagger at the throat of democracy. Or let's start a real physical revolution. Do you want to be on the side, the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? This is Jim Crow on steroids. No, I wish we were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. you a stupid son of a bitch. I'm going to beat this man like a drum.
0: <laughs> sharpening his attacks. And right there with him, sharpening the attacks are once again the lockstep mockingbird media. The One of the hoaxes that's being created is it's going to be the right wing that's out committing acts of violence. When officials are
1: preparing for potential violence in the Capitol and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after 50 years. Capitol police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for Abortion rights. Which-
0: you, you listen to the description. The far right is calling for violence against a religious group that's there to kill more children and babies. They get the title of religious group. The hoax is this. My goodness, across this weekend. It's Mike Bivens, the so-called journalist. And you know, as this report, there's a link in the show notes Michael Bivens was charged with multiple counts of criminal mischief in the first degree, criminal mischief in the third degree, and arson in the first degree. He was supposedly a journalist. Portland reporter Mike Bivens was arrested on Saturday after alleged attacks of vandalism um, and arson at houses of worship, according to the Portland Police Bureau. He was a writer at an actual newspaper, and there's pictures of him inflicting this, this vandalism. Let's see, a Jewish synagogue? Oh, that's interesting. So, but they're not, they're not anti-Semitic. Following day after he went and vandalized, according to this, the synagogue, following day, he set fire to the Muslim Community Center of Portland. Now, I wonder why he did that. Bivens, on May 4, allegedly struck Jewish synagogue congregation Beth Israel again through a large rock through the, the, the window but it's the right wing that's going to be doing this this weekend saw the attack and the burning of a pro life center and the message left behind is if uh, if abortions not quote safe then you're not safe this is they did this with molotov cocktails Left-wing militants torch pro-life organization office with Molotov cocktails. Two staff return to their office on Saturday morning, or probably Sunday morning, to find graffiti writing on the wall. If abortions aren't safe, you aren't safe either. Happened in Wisconsin. But yeah, it's the right wing. It's another hoax. It's a hoax upon hoax. And of course, the mockingbirds are right there to stoke this. They will play the propaganda of silence on attacks like this and the broad, consistent attacks on churches around the country. Audio like that insane lady. That's going to be on Twitter only. Maybe Fox News will pick that up because it's so sensational. These are the hoaxes that are being created. Meanwhile, Antifa is locking and loading. There's going to be violence. They intend to have people so afraid again of voting for Republicans again. This comes on the heels of the people who run Biden causing the figurehead to pretend that he has intel that Russia is going to hack the elections for real this time. Again, this comes, and we'll talk about this next hour, as they can no longer hide the hoax of the lockdown. Harvard University is now saying that the lockdowns were harmful to people's mental health, particularly BIPOC people, whatever that means today. Bill Gates is saying, yeah, shutting down the schools, that was probably a bad idea. This is two years into this. So next hour, we're going to talk about appeal to authority because the the party cannot pull off what the party needs to pull off without appeal to authority. And and the the, the hoaxing just continues. I'm utterly fascinated that the woman who is now going to work for MSNBC, she's left. And by the way, did you hear the the new White House spokesperson? Uh, Guys, she's gay and black. No, 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 no. Seriously, she's same-sex attracted and black. No, guys, let that sink in. She has same-sex attraction and she's a black woman. And she gets to lie for Joe Biden. This is historic. Well, we should give her that credit, right? I am fascinated that one of her last things she said while getting supposedly paid by the taxpayer, well, she was getting paid by the taxpayer, but I'm not certain that she wasn't already getting some MSNBC money. A a woman with no opinion on should people go make terroristic threats outside the houses of Supreme Court justices who are hearing a case. Incidentally, by the way, intimidating a, a jurist is illegal everywhere. Intimidating a jury with intent to change their ruling is illegal everywhere. Not about yesterday? though just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a
2: lot of passion, a lot of fear Uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, We obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be.
0: So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence? I,
2: I don't have an official
0: U.S. government position on where people protest. I want it, we, we want it, of course, to be
2: peaceful. And certainly the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years, their rights to to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are protesting. They're unhappy. They're so scared.
0: Fascinating on every possible level. That paid liar spent two years or not quite spent a year and a half telling people to shut up and get injected, telling people to shut up and stay inside, telling people to shut up and put their masks on. All of it falls apart. Next hour, th- because of appeal to authority, because the authorities say next hour we're going to unwind this appeal to authority thing, because this is the predicate for the great reset. Notice this: that well, uh, authorities say it was the safest, most secure election in history. Healthcare authorities say masks are safe and effective way to stop the virus. However, healthcare, effect, uh, healthcare, the uh, 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 public health officials say the virus could kill everybody. It's always appeal to authority. Not, not because they've earned it. Not because they've shown that they, that they use it well. So these are amongst the hoaxes that are being circulated. But then there's this, and we're going to talk about this later in the week. The Jan 6 stuff that they intend to make spotlight material in November. That's exactly what Nancy Pelosi, who is dear friends with Kevin McCarthy and their other dear friend, Liz Cheney. They intend to make January 6th the spotlight event for November. So they're peddling and slow peddling stuff and slow rolling. Julie Kelly's not having it. She wrote on Twitter, well, this sure is odd. Info related to Officer Fanone's visit to the emergency room is redacted in the plea deal. Fanone publicly claimed he suffered a heart attack and severe brain injury, but um, he was well enough To call CNN and complain about January 6th news coverage that night. Weird. So he is claiming he had a heart attack. Claiming severe brain injury. But called CNN the night of January 6th to go on TV and complain. Mm -hmm. Certainly Liz Cheney will want to get to the bottom of that. Hoax, 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 hoax. Biden is teeing this up. This is what people believe because of the mockingbirds and the hoaxing of the people who run Biden. Number one, there's an article going around this weekend in the leftist circle saying that if the abortion, if if Roe versus Wade is overturned at the federal level, next up is interracial marriage that Clarence Thomas wants to outlaw his own own marriage. Clarence Thomas being black, Ginny Thomas being white. They actually want us to believe that Clarence Thomas wants to outlaw racial marriage or interracial marriage. Here is the figurehead launching yet another aspect of a hoax around this stuff.
1: Oh, that got struck down, Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and my guess is the guys on the Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Oh, well, that got struck.
0: He's hoaxing right there. There is no discussion about banning same sex attracted kids from going to school with other kids. And incidentally, that couldn't survive any constitutional muster. You'd have to change the constitution to do that. Not that he cares about facts. Not that he can even name a fact. Oh, man. This is a time when people have, I think, so much to pay attention to that sometimes it's difficult to cut through. So we have the supply chain issue. That's real. We have next year's food supply is going to be really interesting. That's real. That's real. We have gas prices, that's real. We have inflation, that's real. Now, there's limited things we can do about that, but there's something you can do to sort of financially immunize yourself against this. Here's how. If you are paying down a mortgage, you could be saving up to 1000 bucks a month on your mortgage payments. Now, that makes the effects of inflation a heck of a lot less bad. It makes gas prices easier to handle. It doesn't change the price of gas, but when you're putting a thousand extra dollars in your pocket every month, well, the party has sort of less leverage over you, don't they? And you do not need to work with, and in fact, you shouldn't work with, one of the big corporate. Mega banks that's doing the ESG score stuff, environment, social justice, and governance. Don't, don't do that. Our partners at American Financing, at Americanfinancing.net, there's a reason that Rush Limbaugh, God rest him, worked with American Financing at Americanfinancing.net for a decade. They're a family owned mortgage bank. They are the success story of America. It is a married couple who started this company with a credit card. And 20 years later, they still own it. That's how you can count on being treated like a human being. They do specific loans for specific people. You worry about getting this done. Maybe you've got a change in your job coming up. we we'll dig this. They work nights and weekends because they know it's important to you. Performance, got it. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, 6,700-plus Google reviews that are absolutely stellar. And yes, they are saving people up to a thousand bucks a month on their mortgage. So do something, do the thing you can control. Can't stop gas prices going up. Can't stop inflation. But with a phone call, you may be able to save up to a thousand bucks a month on your mortgage. Call American Financing. Americanfinancing.net. They're at 866-887-2275. That's 866-887-2275. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. That's NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. So what about Antifa and violence? An opportunity to chat with my friend, Victoria Taft, Used to fill in for me on live radio, good friends, great journalists. It is my great pleasure to welcome on my friend and former radio colleague, current podcasting colleague, Victoria Taft, uh, to the Todd Herman Show. She's the host of the Adult in the Room podcast and writes a whole bunch of blogs and good content. Uh, Victoria, welcome back to the Todd Herman Show.
2: Todd Herman, what's up, friend? How are you?
0: <laughs> so, man, I had I'm such senior. fun when I was doing the old radio thing, and and I felt so secure in your hands. I'd leave the station Thank for a you. week or something, and knew you'd uh, have everything under control. And then I, I, I your listeners loved me. Yeah, they did. Actually, I I don't believe I I think I got one negative comment once um, because I think you and I disagreed on something. And and I forgot that part where I, I was to tell you to agree with everything I say no matter what. As you know, I'm a big fan of telling my colleagues what to say.
2: Sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're all up in that. We <laughs> yeah. love anti-free speech stuff. We love telling people telling us what to say and what to say. Right. That's exactly, We're all over
0: that. That's exactly our bag. I, I wanted to talk to you today over a couple of the topics. Uh, one is I saw that a mutual friend of ours, Katie Davis Court, was once again assaulted by the Antifa types um, in, in Seattle. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying really hard to be a godly man and to let God change me. But I was halfway into a tweet, saying, "Hey Katie, I'm down to one arm. I had a rotator cuff surgery, but would you tell that cutie pie to come and see me at Cedar Park Church on May 20th where I'm giving a speech? Cuz I want to see him come and take me on. And I'm only down the one arm and as we're talking by the way, Victoria's opening a knife. And it's
2: a it's a sharp knife. It's a beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful buck knife yeah. that yeah. I bought myself cuz I've lost my other two. And, yeah. You know, they that, were they were more normal knives. Is that the, your
0: response yeah. to Antifa cuz mine was, "Come and try me, son. You got two little sp- pencil arms, but then I deleted the tweet and prayed to God. So your response is a beautiful knife.
2: I don't know, just for you. <laughs> I just wanted to show off my knife. Yeah. I thought,
0: so I saw I'd that. I'd show you a gun. But what? Show me the gun. I thought
2: I'd show you my gun.
0: But, but don't, don't be a tease. I mean, show me the not gun. Not here. All right. It's no, here. no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay. So I saw that happen. And then I saw that you were writing about a couple things. You had an interview with an Antifa. um, And do I understand correctly that this dude was involved in an assault against Andy? No,
2: he was in the mob that assaulted Andy. No, remember when he was running down town, uh, Portland for his life, when he, he had uh, left the country, come back and it was at night and he had inserted himself into the crowd to get whatever it is, information, Intel, sound, whatever it was, video. And they said that they tested him out and they said, uh, you know, who are you or what's your name? And they wanted to hear his voice. And of course, Andy Know has a very distinctive voice. And so then they chased him. And he had to run for his life into a hotel in downtown Portland. And uh, they they barely let him in. They did not want to let him in because everybody knows who Andy it is. Uh, and so... Uh, he had, he had been, before he got it, before he got into the hotel, they had knocked him to the ground. They were kicking him and beating him. And one of the guys there who robbed him of his uh, camera and robbed him of other of his personal effects was this guy we call Antifa John, John Hacker, with whom I spoke a few weeks back on my podcast. And Andy got in touch with me and he goes, Victoria, why didn't you ask him about, a, you know, Coming after me, and I go, dude. I didn't even know that was a guy. You know, I had no idea because he was, you know, he didn't have his ID or anything yeah. like that. Anyway, we had a we had a nice conversation in terms of a very civil conversation. But you know, it always boils down to soon as psychological, you know, whatever intellectual stuff that these guys believe that they're just smarter than everyone else, and you know, the rest of you are dumb knuckle dragging fascists. And so, but it was an interesting give and take. Um, it, it,
0: yeah, I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put a link to it in the show notes. So if you are on the Substack, the Todd Herman Show Substack, you can go listen to the podcast um, Victoria talking to Antifa John, and that's what I wanted to dig in with you a little bit. Uh, do these people actually believe they're they're anti-fascist? That they actually believe that say what we say, don't say what we don't like, or we will kick you to death or shoot you in the street in Portland if you wear a Trump hat or. Or throw IEDs at you if you're a Republican mayoral candidate. I think our um, local office candidate
2: gubernatorial,
0: gubernatorial candidate, gubernatorial candidate, in Idaho. I mean, in Oregon. Thank you. Um, if you're a Republican gubernatorial candidate, we will toss IEDs at you and injure you. But we're not fascists. So, so Antifa John actually believes that's true. He, he actually
2: believes that. Yeah, everybody's wrong. Everybody else is wrong. They're right. That's a And then when they get together in a collection of People and they they're wearing the same uniform and they believe the same things and they involve themselves in the same kind of whatever mind altering whatever it is that they do. I don't know, but that's why terrorists do that. I mean, I know, uh, Islamo fascist terrorists do that a lot. They have to you know, get all ginned up on some substance in order to do what they're supposed to do by their their god or their leader saying so. Um. Then, you know, you're up against them all. What are you going to do? I mean, even cops don't go up against them all. They don't. especially don't in Portland. And in in terms of the gubernatorial candidate who was and his people, supporters, were attacked by an Antifa mob? I don't even know. I, I frankly... Anyway, I don't even know what that situation was. That occurred on Saturday. That was the day after what we were going to talk initially about. And uh, so they're all, you know, they're all, they're all got they the same stuff. Yeah. They're a little crazy, uh, you know, shouting epithets. They all, oh, we're not going to do anything that's going to be violent or could be construed as an actual weapon. So let's go to the fireworks store and buy M- M-80s or smoke bombs. That'll show them. And they do that all the time, or throw frozen water bottles, or you know, they they you know the old, what they did to the cops and throw them the lasers and eyes right. and that sort of. Well, I didn't I didn't mean to harm them. I didn't know that I was going to harm him, You know, it's it's not. I you know it's, that's what they do. Well, and,
0: and they'll take these um, smoke bombs and they'll take the M80s and they'll tape them together. And uh, four or five M80s is a stick of dynamite. And so if it takes takes your finger off, well then so be it for you. Um, But you've you've interviewed Antifa John. You've been around these guys, and I was curious what got in your head when you heard um, Secretary um, um, Marqueos, this. Mayorkas. Mayorkas, thank you. This this. I, I was saying the other day on the podcast that I once went to a reading by William S Burroughs of naked lunch fame. Um, he was a man and he said, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm inhabited by the devil. He, he said that. Sure. Yeah. No, I sold my soul to Satan. And uh, wow. so he yeah. was this little tiny man alone on the stage who, 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 you know, uh, limped out, sat down at this desk, shriveled, looked like a man in hell. And this was his opening line, and it got this massive round of applause in Seattle at the Moore Theater. Jackie Kennedy Onassis called me. She wanted to have a reading. She said she wanted to feel my body of work in her ear. Ah! Just, just bursts into applause. And there's this lady in front of me writing this stuff down. And I'm looking at wow. look my friend and said, This is a little man in hell. And and I see mm-hmm. this the, the boss man of the DHS make this statement. I see his question about do you count Antifa and Black Lives Matter Incorporated as terrorists? And no oh, congressman, that's not my purview, and I don't consider. And and this was an attack against a gubernatorial candidate. And then there's more that happened on a freeway that I'm pretty sure Receives federal funds. But what's mm-hmm. the response? To, you used to live in Portland. What's the response down there that good God, good God in heaven, they just attacked a gubernatorial candidate with IADs. And I'm taking it from a Portland mm-hmm. perspective. Portland is like, yeah, whatever. Victoria, we'll continue this in just a second to ask you more about the Portland point of view and all this. Speaking of, oh, I'll bring this up in a second. Uh, one of our partners, the program, Soda Weight Loss, well, a bunch of them have stepped up. Soda stepped up to purchase a block of six tickets to our event coming up May 20th. It's just around the corner. We're going to let you know later this week how you can win those tickets if you haven't been able to afford or just didn't want to buy tickets to our event. You can get it at the ToddHermanShow.com slash event. So thank you to Soda Weight Loss for doing that. And yesterday, man, i tell you what. It was a weekend of using my skills. Um, I mentioned in another podcast that my, uh, my daughter made brownies, vegan brownies. Then my mom came over and my daughter made vegan lemon pound cake. And now look, I've, I've lost 150 pounds. I've kept it off and I've learned a whole bunch of skills such as planning for events like that. So I used the skills again. That's the most flour and sugar I've eaten in about four years and I did fine. I don't Jones for it today. And I don't know about you, but when I used to eat that stuff, I would Jones for it. So one of the things, one of the aspects that makes soda weight loss so good is that they're devoted to being state of the art in everything. You do your weigh-ins at home. You don't need to drive in. You can have your own nutritionist. Some people go through multiple nutritionists, right? You can plan this out in a way that works for your lifestyle. That's what it's about. That's what the remote thing is about at sodawaitloss.com. And then the production of the meals, providing this for you, this is the biggest myth in dropping unwanted fat from your body. The biggest myth going is that you need to be hungry to drop unwanted fat. The reverse is true. When my wife talks about the success she's having on the Soda Weight Loss program, she's going on to her eighth week of straight successes at ridding her body of unwanted fat. She constantly impresses upon people, no, I am not hungry. That soda knows how to do that for you at com, That's how they've gotten now over 6,000 reviews, 4.8 average stars, that's why they blew up and that blew up but grew from one location in Dallas to seven and then nationwide state- of the art means something they measure themselves they hold themselves accountable get started at sodaweightloss.com SodaWeightLoss.com. I don't know Victor I think it's easier to avoid donuts in uh, Portland things like that because one of the donut shops one of the famous ones there appears to me to be satanic
2: company said. Hey, somebody said, call the police, call the police. And there were a couple of guys who uh, just responded. <laughs> Wait, were they laughing? Like, why? <laughs> they were laughing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, they did eventually. The cops said, hey, I know. We have uh, too few cops to help. So why don't we, you and I, all of us, meet over here so that we don't upset the children in Antifa? And basically, uh, the cops said they didn't have enough people to help. Respond to that particular incident. I have questions about that incident. By the way, I must say, I it looks a little pat, but okay. But antifa is real; it exists, yeah. and uh, they're bad people. They're really bad people, and I know you're going with the, the demon possession and the the. Uh, I mean, they're I think, but de facto non non believers in anything except themselves, and uh, so I think that's an issue and they're humanists yeah they believe that they believe that they're right everyone else is wrong they believe that there's a some utopia out there don't know where they've never been able to point to it but they but they that's always somewhere else of another time fundamentally they just want to destroy everything and I've seen it since I've been back in Portland uh I grew up there and then I went back in the 90s and spent 20 years in Portland radio, and just watched these guys and reported on these guys. You know, it starts out with a crazy, you know, May, oppression, oh, April 30th, uh, big to do, you know, dumping over trash cans and, you know, doing their anarchist thing. And then May Day, it's just a melee, it is a free-for-all. And, they, and they swap out. You know, Antifa swaps out between Seattle and Portland. They swap out members. They go, hey, big thing's going on in Seattle this, this year. We're going there. Oh, no, big thing's going on in Portland this year. We're going there. Um, so it started with the nine drum circles, Friday Friday four, in downtown Portland to protest whatever the disease of the week is. And then it has evolved, if you will, or devolved, I should say, into hey, let's spray war. Let's let's break stuff and hurt people. That's that's where we are right now. That's basically well, where we are. It's, a, it's ki- a day that ends in a Y.
0: Yeah, and kill some people because they're that, and, and kill and, some people, right? Because we got to oh, oh yeah,
2: no, no, they have a body cam. Yeah. They have a body count. Yeah.
0: we got a yeah. conviction in Denver, um, the Antifa there, uh, at that event at which Michelle Malkin spoke, I believe. And then we've got the um, the dead Antifa who was killed by cops because uh, he found it a good idea to go shoot at a bunch of cops after he killed the guy in Portland. I think there's a bigger body count than that, probably, if we dig into it. I mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah, yeah.
0: is it the hundreds? I tried keeping track of it. Yeah. No,
2: I don't think so. But I mean... I mean, it's uh, it's discernible, and I started going after it uh, a while back, and you, you know, just to the point where you just go, well, you know, there's the St. Louis cop, former cop, and then there's the two New York cops who were just sitting in their car, and they were attacked and murdered by a BLM guy, and then, you know, there's the the guy who ran over all people. He was a BLM guy, you know, and Wisconsin, and all sorts of nonsense. It's absolutely not. Me, I just don't even know. N times, I And mean, we're now getting to the point where everybody's just shoulder shrugging
0: that. Right. Right. And then there was also yeah. this, uh, Victoria taps with this, the show notes contain a link to her podcast, Adult in the Room. Um, you wrote a piece about another, I would regard as attempted murder. Um, the truckers, convoy is coming. They've come to America, you know, and I encourage you sometime to come visit America. I'm just, we're just over the border. <laughs> <clears throat> Just coming over to the, the high mountains of free. Going in June. I'm, I'm right over here. Okay. Oh, All right. So I'll be there at the border and listen, I'll put you on the list so you can get in. Um, but Thanks, <laughs> you wrote this piece about <laughs> the attempted murder. I would regard it as that of the convoy members. So Antifa gets yeah. above a freeway, which I'm pretty sure receives federal funds. I mean, I think that's an interstate highway. Um, Correct. right. So that, okay. So it's a yeah. federally funded interstate highway on what is no doubt a federally funded overpass of said federally funded highway. And they dropped yeah. maybe federally funded bricks, um, or, uh, something. Well, they,
2: they, they, paintballs, eggs, um, and other projectiles. Okay. Which so are no on bricks. No, that's, right. that's usually a New York
0: thing. Okay. So they did the paintballs cause nothing bad can happen if you hit a semi with paintballs when they're driving.
2: No, physics, you know, the it's doing it, physics doesn't it. <laughs> ha!
0: Because physics says, oh, this is this is anti-violence.
2: Yeah, right. That's right. Anti-matter, anti-violence. <laughs> yes. And were there any arrests for this? For... Not that I'm, you know, not that I'm aware of. Um, and the cops haven't said anything. I think, I think this is being, I, I believe this is being looked into by the feds. This is an attempted murder. Uh, this was an attempt to cause mayhem. Yeah, uh, and far worse than that. On a freeway on Friday afternoon, free, the, the traffic stopped because the truckers stopped the traffic, and that's what happened. And I think by doing so, they probably saved some injuries and maybe some lives. I don't know; never reported, uh, and I have not. You know, through all these things that I look at and talk to people I talk to, you know, nobody got hurt that I'm aware of, and nobody's of rough that I'm aware of, but we do know that Antifa John was there.
0: The same Antifa John.
2: Same Antifa John, and uh, he, it, it's so funny because, you know, I, I noted that Andy No said he was there. I looked at the photos of the people uh, above on the, you know, sketchy photos, but I saw Antifa John is a burn victim, so oh, yeah, it's yeah. really... It's easier to discern if it's him. And so I believed I saw him above. He did not deny it to me, however. And he later circled back with me and said, hey, you know, I didn't, I wasn't part of the mob that hurt Andy now. And I'm going, really? What were you doing there then? Were you just, uh, I don't know, holding their, holding their arms or something? Were you? holding their bricks? Or what were you doing there? He was there. He was there. He was there for the hotel thing. He was there for that overpass thing. He's been there from the jump for for a long, long period of time. You know, and that's another thing that they also have in common with the typical terrorist organization that we know is Islamophagic. And that is, they will take every conceivable, weird person. And I don't think I've Antifa John's not weird per se. He's just got some really bad beliefs. But, but you know, you'll take the social outcasts. I mean, clearly his image has, you know, it, it keeps people away from him. He doesn't have certain relationships as a result. I think that's frustrating for him. I don't presume to know, you know, but I, I just have to imagine. Okay. But in the, uh, in, they'll take in, in uh, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they'll take mental issues, problems, people with mental problems, they will Uh, they'll get the jacked up guys when they run out of the guys who you know, the cannon fodder. They've got to find the suicide bomber somewhere. Yep. And that's who they get. And now, you know, of course in Portland, you may be aware of this uh, with this issue in the gubernatorial candidate on Saturday. I was looking at these kids, these kids, all dressed in black cloth and I was kind of wondering, okay, now this is jumping the day after. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, these guys they are flying just black flags. There's no presence of an Antifa flag, of which there are many. And they're sold, by the way, on all major outlets. Wow. Contrary to anything that I did, which mock, I have, I have a wonderful series of images that I was going to have made into certain things, you know, T-shirts and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, I, I realized I couldn't sell mine in the same format that they were selling Trace Fleckus flags antifa flags anyway so these guys on saturday didn't have those and they didn't have the pacific northwest um youth liberation front flags either so i was looking at that i was also looking at their black block outfits if you will their uniforms and i thought these look too uniform you know usually they look like they have slept in their clothes for three days and some of them have jeans on and you know they're just are you suggesting? Quite that uniform. Are
0: you suggesting that this was a little theater?
2: I'm, suge- I'm not suggesting anything. I'm suggesting that my <laughs> tentacles went up. In fact, in fact, I saw this the, the day it happened. Um, I hit social media and I checked accounts yeah. and I thought, I'm going to wait for the dust to settle on this. I, I mean, I wanted to write
0: something yeah. and I go,
2: I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit. There's no death settlement whatsoever. We just got a guy who's just on Fox News today. And I'm sure Tucker Carlson will mention it. Mention it. And it's like, I... I'm a little uh, suspicious. Okay. okay. So I wanted to circle back to Antifa John and go, hey, is this real? But I don't want to give him the wasn't going to air Thursday. So maybe it will have squeezed out in
0: the news cycle by then. So. I, I would be really unhappy if we've reached a point where Republican gubernatorial candidates are going to stage Antifa attacks in order to get on Fox News. Uh, I think there's other ways to get on Fox News. Uh, let me wrap this up this way. Um, <laughs> with um, We're both of a certain age, right? No. you're You're far younger. Oh, you're there. 19 years younger than I am. Uh, but we're of a certain okay. age, did you ever foresee a day when a terrorist group or two, and they're linked, BLM and Antifa, would operate with fairly, I mean, I think it's fair to say, a level of impunity on the West Coast. Yes, there's been some convictions. Yes, the DOJ has put some people in jail, but they have relative mm-hmm. impu- impunity. Did, did you ever see that coming in America?
2: No, I mean they put the weather ground, underground under uh, in in prison, except you know, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Doran had to raise Bodine's Yes, you know, Chesimardine's for his parents who were in the slammer, um, and they've treated those people pretty pretty poorly, pretty badly. Obviously, they seven them life forever. Um, and then, uh, or I
0: guess it's, the Chicago I don't Seven, know, but whatever. Yeah,
2: Chicago Seven. Yeah, there you, there you go. Um, so I didn't realize that they would just throw up their hands and go, well, you know what? It's, it's too uncomfortable to hurt people's feelings. who just knocked off the bank. So therefore we're just not going to, you know, we're not going to prosecute or he broke a window. Come on. He broke a window. It's not that big of a deal. It's not like it was a person. Yeah. You this, you know, you're this, you're this uh, no, I didn't. So no, I didn't. Yeah.
0: So. I, I, I didn't either. And I mean, it, it I can remember being in Seattle, alerting to the police that, hey, did you know that there is a group called Antifa um, in Georgetown in a park there training this weekend, uh, training people how to take protest signs and turn them into spears to stab your police horses? And did you know that they're teaching their, uh, their followers how to hide uh, BBs and uh, ball bearings uh, in order to trip your horses and to destroy your horses? Um, and I remember that it got no response. Oh, it's just kids being kids. And that's, I, I, oh. I started to figure out, okay, now now we've got a problem. Now it's just yeah. kids being kids. Yeah. No, it wasn't. So how do people get to your your, your podcast, The Adult in the Room?
2: Victoriataf.com. Okay. It's there. We cross-post over there. Yeah. And uh, I will leave. Leave look at
0: Okay. And we'll there's a, another
2: one coming out in
0: a minute. There's a link in the show notes. Please get the Substack notes. Thank you. Um, I will be over in Babylon, May 20th uh, at Cedar park church, eight 30 no, to six 30 to eight 30 PM tickets are 20 bucks. Uh, the topic is will God rescue America? And then eight 30 to nine, we're just going to all hang out and visit. So I hope you get your tickets and do click on Victoria's podcast. Please subscribe to it. You'll learn things every single day. Uh, a terrifically gifted interviewer as well. And, and does, um, approaches topics in a, in a way that others can't, uh, because she's that good. It's such a good thing to hear your voice, oh, my friend, please. and to see you. And we'll have you on again soon. Go with God's good grace.
2: Thank you, Todd. You have to come online too.
0: Deal. Oh yeah. Let's not tell anybody. I'm
2: coming <laughs> on Victoria's podcast. I'm going to promote that. All
0: right. Be well, I mean, you
2: know, it's so funny because I was thinking about you today and, uh, yeah, anyway. awesome. Here we are. Yeah.
0: All right. Be Thank well, you. my friend.
2: Call, call the police, call the police. And there were a couple of guys who, uh, just, Responded, (laughs) were they laughing? (laughs) Like, why they were laughing? Yeah, Yeah. right. Well, they did eventually. The cops said, Hey, I know we have uh too few cops to help, so why don't we, you and I, all of us, meet over here so that we don't upset the children in Antifa? And basically, uh, the cops said they didn't have enough people to help respond to that particular incident. I have questions about that incident, by the way, I must say. it looks a little pat, but okay. But Antifa is real; it exists, yeah. and uh, they're bad people. They're really bad people, and I know you're going with the, the demon possession and the the, uh, the. I mean, they're. I think de facto non believers in, in anything except themselves, and uh, so I think that's an issue. And um, they're humanists. Yeah, they believe that they believe that they're right; everyone else is wrong. They believe that there's a some utopia out there. Don't know where. They've never been able to point to it. But they, but they, but that's always somewhere else of another time. Fundamentally, they just want to destroy everything. And I've seen it since I've been back in Portland, though I grew up there. And then I went back in the 90s and spent 20 years in Portland radio and just watched these guys and reported on these guys. And, you know, it starts out with a crazy, you know, May... Oh, correction, uh, April 30th, uh, big to-do, you know, dumping over trash cans and, you know, doing their anarchist thing. And then May Day, it's just a melee It is a free-for-all. And they, and they swap out. You know, Antifa swaps out between Seattle and Portland. They swap out members. They go, hey, big thing's going on in Seattle this, this year. We're going there. Oh, no, big thing's going on in Portland this year. We're going there. Um, so it started with benign drum circles, Friday, Friday Four, in downtown Portland to protest whatever the disease of the week is. And then it has evolved, if you will, or devolved, I should say, into, hey, let's spray it for, let's, let's break stuff and hurt people. That's that's where we are right now. That's basically well, where we and, are. It's, it's k- a day that ends in why
0: Yeah. And kill some people. Because they're that, and, and kill some people, right? Because we got a oh, oh yeah, no, no,
2: they have a body count, yeah, they have a body count, yeah.
0: We got a yeah. conviction in Denver, um, the Antifa there, uh, at that event at which Michelle Malkin spoke, I believe. And then we've got the um, the dead uh, Antifa who was killed by cops because uh, he found it a good idea to go shoot at a bunch of cops after he killed the guy in Portland. I think there's a bigger body count than that, probably, if we dig into it. I mean, been- oh, yeah, there are yeah. I mean, is it the hundreds? I tried
2: keeping track of it. Yeah. No, I don't think so. But I mean, I mean, it's, uh, it's discernible. And I started going after it uh, yeah. a while back. And you, you know, just to the point where you just go out. Well, you know, there's the St. Louis cop, former cop. And then there's the two New York cops who were just sitting in their car. And they were attacked and murdered by a BLM guy. And then, you know, there's the, the guy who ran over all people. He was a BLM guy. And you know, Wisconsin and all sorts of nonsense. It's absolutely not me. I just don't. Even know. End times, nonsense. I mean, we're now getting to the point where everybody's just shoulder shrugging
0: that. Right, right. And then there was also yeah. this. Uh, Victoria taps with this. The show notes contain a link to her podcast. Adult in the room. Um, you wrote a piece about another I would regard as attempted murder. Um, the truckers' convoy is coming. They've come to America. You know, and I encourage you sometime to come visit America. I'm just, we're, we're just over the border. <laughs> <clears throat> coming over to the the high mountains of free. I'm I'm right over here. All right. So I'll be there at the border and listen, I'll put you on the list so you can get in. Um, but (laughs) you wrote this piece about (laughs) the attempted murder. I would regard it as that of the convoy members. So Antifa gets above a freeway, which I'm pretty sure receives federal funds. I mean, I think that's an interstate highway. Um, Correct. Right. So, okay. So, it's a federally funded interstate highway on what is no doubt a federally funded overpass of said federally funded highway. And they dropped maybe federally funded bricks um, or uh, something. Well, they
2: they, they, paintballs, eggs, um, and other projectiles. Okay, so no bricks. No, that's that's usually a New York thing.
0: Okay. So, they did the paintballs because nothing bad can happen if you hit a semi with paintballs when they're driving.
2: No, physics. You know the ten people doing it. Physics does not
0: Ha physics says, oh this is this is anti violence.
2: Yeah, right. That's right. Anti-matter, anti violence. <laughs> yes.
0: And were there any arrests for this? For
2: not that I'm you know, not that I'm aware of. No. Um, and the cops haven't said anything. I think I think this is being I, I believe this is being looked into by the feds. This is an attempted at murder. Uh, this was an attempt to cause mayhem Yeah. Uh, and far worse than that. On a freeway on Friday afternoon, free, the, the traffic stopped because the truckers stopped the traffic. And that's what happened. And I think by doing so, they probably saved some injuries, maybe some lives. I don't know, never reported. Uh, and I have not, you know, through all these things that I look at and talk to people I talk to, you know, nobody got hurt that I'm aware of, and nobody's kind been a that I'm aware of, but we do know that Antifa John was there.
0: The same Antipa He's John.
2: Same Antipa John, and uh, he, it, it's so funny because, you know, I, I noted that Andy No said he was there. I looked at the photos of the people of, above on the, you know, sketchy photos, but I saw, Antipa John is a burn victim, so oh, yeah, it's yeah. really... It's easier to discern if it's him. And so I believed I saw him above. He did not deny it to me, however. And he later circled back with me and said, hey, you know, I didn't, I wasn't part of the mob that hurt Andy now. And I'm going really, what were you doing there then? Were you just, uh, I don't know, holding their, holding their arms or something? Were you? holding their bricks? Or what were you doing there? He, there? he was there. He was there. He was there for the hotel thing. He was there for that overpass thing. He's been there for from the jump for, for a long, long period of time. You know, and that's another thing that they also have in common with the typical terrorist organization that we know as fascists, And that is, they will take every conceivable, weird person. And I don't think I've Antipa John's not weird per se. He's just got some really bad beliefs. But, but you know, you'll take the social outcast. I mean, he, clearly his image has, you know, it, it keeps people away from him. He doesn't have certain relationships as a result. I think that's frustrating for him. I don't presume to know, you know, but I, I just have to imagine, okay? But in the, uh, in, they'll take in, in uh, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they'll take mental problems. problem, people with mental problems, they will... Uh, they'll get the jacked up guys when they run out of the guys who are, you know, the cannon fodder. They've got to find the suicide bomber somewhere. Yep. And that's who they get. And now, you know, of course, in Portland, you may be aware of this uh, with this issue in the gubernatorial candidate on Saturday. I was looking at these kids, these kids, all dressed in black cloth and I was kind of wondering, okay, now this is jumping the day after. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, these guys they are flying just black flags. There's no presence of an Antifa flag, of which there are many. And they're sold, by the way, on all major outlets. Contrary wow. to anything that I did, which mocked. I have, I have a wonderful series of images that I was going to have made into certain things, you know, T-shirts and all mm-hmm. And um, long story short, I, I realized I couldn't sell mine on the same format that they were selling Trace Flacas flags and keyflip flags. Anyway, so these guys on Saturday didn't have those and they didn't have the Pacific Northwest um youth liberation front flags either. So I was looking at that. I was also looking at their black block outfits, if you will, their uniforms. And I thought, these look too uniform. You know, usually they look like they have slept in their clothes for three days and some of them have jeans on. And you know, they're just are you suggesting, not quite that uniform. Are
0: you suggesting that this was a little theater?
2: I'm, sug- I'm not suggesting anything. I'm suggesting that my <laughs> tentacles went up. In fact, in fact, I saw this the, the day it happened. Um, I hit social media and I checked accounts yeah. and I thought, I'm going to wait for the dust to settle a little on this. I, I mean, I wanted to write something yeah. and I go, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit. There's no death settlement whatsoever. We just got a guy who's just on Fox News today, and I'm sure Tucker Carlson mentioned it. Mention it, and he's like I, I'm a little uh, suspicious. Okay. okay, so I wanted to circle back to Antifa John and go, "Hey, is this real?" But I don't want to give him the topic. This is going to air Thursday. So maybe it will have squeezed out in
0: the news cycle by then. So I, I would be really unhappy if we've reached a point where Republican gubernatorial candidates are going to stage antifa attacks in order to get on Fox News. Uh, I think there's other ways to get on Fox News. Uh, let me wrap this up this way: <laughs> um, with um, we are both of a certain age, right? No, you are you're far younger. No, you're there. 19 years younger than I am. Uh, but we're of a certain okay. age. Did you ever foresee a day when a terrorist group or two and they're linked BLM and Antifa would operate with fairly, I mean, I think it's fair to say a level of impunity on the West Coast. Yes, there's been some convictions. Yes, the DOJ has put some people in jail, but they have relative mm-hmm. impu- impunity. Did, did you ever see that coming in America?
2: No, I mean they put the weather ground underground under uh, in in prison, except you know, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Doran had to raise Chaz Yes, you know, Chaz for his parents who were in the slammer, um, and they've treated those people pretty pretty poorly. they pretty badly. Obviously, they're them life forever. Um, and then, uh, or I
0: guess it's the Chicago Seven. Know, whatever. Yeah,
2: Chicago Seven. Yeah, there you there you go. Um, So I didn't realize that they would just throw up their hands and go, well, you know what? It's it's too uncomfortable to hurt people's feelings. You just knocked off the bank. So therefore we're just not going to, we're not going to prosecute or he broke a window. Come on. He broke a window. It's not that big of a deal. It's not like it was a person. Yeah. You know, this, uh, no, I didn't. So no, I didn't. Yeah.
0: I, I I didn't either. And I mean, it, it, I can remember being in Seattle alerting to the police that, hey, did you know that there is a group called Antifa um, in Georgetown in a park there training this weekend, uh, training people how to take protest signs and turn them into spears to stab your police horses? And did you know that they're teaching their, uh, their followers how to hide uh, BBs and uh, ball bearings uh, in order to trip your horses and to destroy your horses? Um, and I remember that it got no response. Oh, it's just kids being kids. And that's, I, oh. I started to figure out, okay, now, now we've got a problem. Now it's just yeah. kids being kids. Yeah. No, it wasn't. So how do people get to your, your, your podcast, the adults in the room?
2: VictoriaTap.com. Okay. It's there. We cross-post over there yeah. and, uh, I
0: Okay. okay. And there's a, another
2: one coming out
0: in a minute. There's a link in the show notes. Please get the Substack notes. Thank you. Um I will be over in Babylon May 20th uh, at Cedar Park Church 8:30 six 6:30 to 8:30 p.m. Tickets are 20 bucks. Uh, the topic is will God rescue America and then 8:30 to 9 we're just going to all hang out and visit. So I hope you get your tickets and do click on Victoria's podcast. Please subscribe to it. You'll learn things every single day. Uh, a terrifically gifted interviewer as well and and does um approaches topics in a, in a way that others can't, uh, because she's that good. It's such a good thing to hear your voice, oh, my friend, and to see you. And we'll have you on again soon. Go with God's good grace.
2: Thank you, Todd. You have to come online too.
0: Deal. Oh yeah. Let's not tell anybody. I'm coming on Victoria's podcast. I'm going to promote. All right. You know, and a person knows having a chat with Victoria, and just thinking about the violence that people are programmed now to, to, to commit. And the careful, meticulous programming of dehumanizing people. And that's exactly what the party's been doing. Mega is a dehumanizing phrase. And let's not pretend that, that Republicans haven't been guilty of the same thing and conservatives. But the far left, and well, it's not just the far left. It's, it's in fact the party. Climate deniers, COVID deniers, Uh, vaccine deniers, all dehumanizing language, up to the, the boss of Canada, the dictator of Canada, truckers have unacceptable views that they hold. Dehumanizing. It's not a baby. It's a clump of cells. Dehumanizing. When people are successful at dehumanizing another, obviously we see the results and how it can end. Dehumanizing begins really, really early. And I, I successfully approached this with a young man in a way that actually involved lying. So <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I should actually be proud about this or not. Um, I'm giving a speech coming up uh, to help a really, really good school raise money um, in the state of Idaho, um, in North Idaho. And so I'm thinking back on school stories and when I worked in the schools, there was a young man there, his name was Michael. And he happened to be a black kid who used the N-word against um, a neighbor. So some of his classmates were raised by their grandma, who was an unbelievably dear and interesting woman, older woman. Uh, She had to be in her late 80s, early 90s. And she took care of these kids because their, their, their parents were in prison or jail. And Michael called this woman the N word. And being the discipline coordinator, I was brought down to deal with this as a disciplinary issue. And he was down in the library. And so I walked in and I sat down next to him and say, man, what, what happened? He said, well, she did this to me. So I called her that. And he felt perfectly justified in that. As a black kid. Now, I get it. Black people can say this or that, and that's the new rule, and it's a stupid rule, but nonetheless, it's the rule that they've made for their culture, and it's not ours to change. They get to change it if they want to. But the history of the word, I don't think it really got to him and what it meant. And I wasn't going to get there in the time that I had. He was wearing a Michael Jordan jersey. And I said to him, hey, did I ever tell you, you know, I used to work in radio, right? He goes, yeah, I know that. I said, you know that I used to work with the guys in sports radio? No, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, they were in the same building as me. Then I named some of the personalities and said, you know, in fact, I, I met Carl Malone there. You you know Carl Malone? I said, I don't know him, but I met him. I met him there. Yeah, it's big, big man. And it's I shook his hands. Huge man. I said, no, I, I do know Michael Jordan. This is the lie. I said, I do know Michael Jordan. You do? Yeah. You like Michael Jordan? Oh, I love Michael Jordan. I'm wearing a shirt. I said, yeah, I see that. I said, hey, listen, why don't you write Michael Jordan a letter and tell him how much you love him and how much he means to you? Why don't you do that? And I'll see if I can't get that to Michael Jordan. And so Michael, the young man, not Michael Jordan, I see the young, the, the boy, sixth grader, Wrote in his very best handwriting or printing, I should say, um, a note to Michael Jordan. And it was an incredible note. It went beyond basketball. It went into the realm of what he meant to him societally. He's a leader in the black community. He shows about hard work and and honesty. And I, I don't know how honest or not Michael Jordan is. I've never met him. And then he gave me the note and I read it. I said, wow, this is really well written. I see your handwriting is really good on this. I see you really worked hard to make it legible. And I said, do me one favor. You see here at the top where it says, dear Michael, go ahead and change that to dear N-word. What? Yeah, just erase the part where you call him his proper name and just write dear N-word. And he couldn't do it. And this supposedly tough boy got tears in his eyes. I said, Michael, I lied to you. I don't know Michael Jordan. I did meet Carl Malone. That's real, but I don't know Michael Jordan. But Michael, this is what you wrote about a basketball player you've never met. How do you think your friends feel about their grandma? Do you think that they have similar feelings for their grandma He got it. And I said, we're going to go across the street while you're still thinking about this. And you are going to go say something to their grandma. I'm saying there. I remember one of the boys' names, Royce. I don't remember the other boy's name, but Royce's grandma. I didn't tell him to apologize. You're going to say something to her. And so we walked across the street. And he knocked on the door and he still had that letter in his hand. She answered the door. She said, yes, may I help you? And he chose to apologize to her. And she said, well, you sweet baby, I accept your apology. And I said, and, and ma'am, may I say something? She said, "Mm-hmm." ma'am, would you tell Michael about that word? Hmm. She told him what that word meant to her. It meant something far different to her than it meant to Michael. And to connect that back to the note with Michael Jordan, the dehumanizing only works if we play along in our own homes, in our own communities, with our families. We must at all times make sure that we remain cognizant of the fact that we also can dehumanize. And let us humanize everybody the face of God and our fellow man. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and remember
2: how much God loves the humans he invented.